young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Hey everyone, Grassroots Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us again. We are Bizak. I am one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BH Hall. Aaron Ashley Simon. I am the regular Nas. I'm Wilson. What's up, everyone? It's Chris. With the special guest <laughs> of Chris, as always. Chris got the smooth. Yes, everyone, it's Chris. Don't try to be smooth, Chris. Nobody <laughs> don't try to do that. Um, before we get started, as always, be sure to subscribe, hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. Also, make sure to join our Discord, where we talk all things culture, gaming, and everything uh, hip-hop and culture, right? And then, um, lastly, as always, be sure to um, comment, subscribe on, on our YouTube. We want to try to get a little bit more traction on there. Um, want to talk to you guys a little bit more. Want to hear from you guys a little bit more. So let's, let's definitely keep that in mind. Um, there's, there's a lot going on. Where, where do you guys want to start? Who wants to start this off? Well, I think we have to start with paying our respects because this was a big blow. I think to many of us, especially when it came to 2020 and just celebrities overall. I mean, uh, man, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Like who wants to, who wants to start with Chadwick? I mean, no, you go, you go. Uh, Chad Chadwick, as you know, is star Black Panther. Get up, get on up. The uh, James Brown movie, Forty Two, Jackie Robinson story. He also played Thurgood Marshall. He's been an actor for over fifteen years. I, did, I believe he started with uh, all all my children are are uh, young and restless. One one of those soap mm-hmm. operas. He, he he was on those, but he was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer about four years ago. If you want to do the math, that's around the time of Black Panther. But he, he recently passed. He passed the other day on the 28th. And uh, it was a shock because he kept it to himself. Even while filming The Five Bloods and 21 Bridges and all of these other movies, he kept it under wraps. So it was a shock to the world, man. And just to think about it, I see, I know a lot of people are, are saddened by his passing, uh, as, as am I. Uh, but he, you, he, he attacked life with, with, with so much... So much energy, really, the last four years, I think. And he could have just wallowed in sadness when he got diagnosed with stage three cancer. But mm-hmm. he said, the hell with it, man. Like, I'm, I'm going to attack it, and and I'm just going to go out. I'm going to go out. If these are my last four years. I'm going all out. There's nothing more, mm-hmm. you can, nothing more I can say, man. I just enjoyed his movies, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think we also, during this time, we need to... We got to change. We have to change social media culture because there were photos that came out showing him getting thinner and skinnier and skinnier. And people were making jokes about it. People were saying, oh, he was getting unhealthy, not knowing that he was dealing with this. And it's it's a it's a toxic culture that we have where if a celebrity's image or something changes, we automatically resort to memes or people are like scandalous or making fun of them. And it's like, you don't know what they're battling. You don't know what they're going through. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, for me personally, um, 
it, it, it hit a little different. Um, literally just because I was watching Marvel with, my, with one of my cousins. And um, I was like, damn, I, can't, I, I literally was just talking about, damn, I can't wait for what they do with this series. Like, I wonder how they're going to make twists and turns. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously, I'm sure everyone got the notification just like I did. And I was just like, wow. Like, I knew he was sick. Um, you know, you, you, you read all the comments and you see the pictures of him, like, especially after filming uh, Black Panther, when he's, you know, after he had that great success with it, you could see him start to really get a little thin in the face and, and there started to, you know, people started to raise some questions about it, his, his, his health. Um, and, and so it's just, it's just tragic, tragic. It's, it's, it's another person that was trying to make a wave and, and who made a wave I feel in, in this world. And, um, you know, I think the, the outpour of love that he's getting right now, um, I think he's one of the few people that leave this earth that actually got to get some of his flowers before he left. Um, and so I, I think it was great, it's especially the success with, um, you know, the Black Panther. That's something that most, um, you know, black actors never get to attain, you know, that that level of success um, and acclaim that came with that. So, you know, um, for me, it was, it's just it's honestly uh, it's, it's sad to say. But for me, this year is just one of those things where I'm just not surprised about things anymore. Like. I just feel so numb when it comes to stuff like this. So, yeah, that's, that's just how I feel. I'm still kind of processing it, honestly. Yeah, I mean, the fact that he was diagnosed four years ago <clears throat> and continued to work and, you know, just pretty much just kept it to himself and, you know, it, it, it was really uh, admirable. But it also made me think about um, in Kevin Hart's documentary on Netflix when Kevin Hart was trying to convince him to uh, do the remake of Harlem Nights. And, you know, he looked really like hesitant, you know what I'm saying? To just like agree to it. And like, it just makes me wonder, was that because of that? You know what I'm saying? That, that he had the cancer. He wasn't sure if he was going to be able to complete it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, rest in peace to him, man. Uh, That's a big loss for us. Yo. 2020 sucks. He was was getting ready. He was in pre-production for uh, this movie, Yasuki. Which is the only, the one of the the only, if not the first, the I know it was the first, but only uh, black samurai in like the seventeenth, eighteenth century. Damn. That was that was in pre-production. I was like, damn man, that would have been a dope ass movie for him, man. Yeah, yeah it would have been yeah. far. Speaking of damn. movies, for you guys, for all of us, what did Black Panther mean to you? Quick question: Did he already finish Black Panther two? No. I don't. I don't know. I I, I, I read a bunch of stuff. I, I I heard he was filming it, and then they stopped. Then I read that um, um, because of his illness, they, they, he couldn't continue filming, and they started to write out how I guess they would write his character, the Black, the Black Panther, out of the MCU, and, and make um his sister the the new lead for that character, just because he couldn't uh, continue. But there's you know you know how that stuff is. Like there's we I'm sure we could all find articles right now saying something of some source that knows him saying it. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it's kind of one of those things. Um, I think I'm very documented in, in how I felt about Black Panther, even when it was um, being overutilized within media, like where people, it, it started to get annoying to some people. For me, I, I was happy about it. And I, I still very much am happy about it because again, the one thing that that's prevalent for me, knowing a, a, a number of actors and entertainers is that, 
it's very hard to have that level of success. And the fact that he was able to do that while dealing with this illness, it just it just speaks to the type of person he is. Like they don't really make people that strong like that anymore that are still uh, still find a way to have grace um, and, and humility for people versus, you know, the, um, the, the, the polar opposite of that. So I just, um, I don't know. I just think, I think everyone's confused. Like this was the last thing anyone thought that they'd wake up to, at least, at least for me, but yeah. it just, it just hits a little different. So, you know, re- definitely um, respects his family. You know, all of this is, is, is core people. Like, um, you know, let's just keep everyone in their prayers and go from there. Yeah, man. I mean, Black Panther as a movie was just so redefining in so many different ways and so impactful. And I think like even if even when we go and watch it now, I I feel like it's going to have a little more. uh, I even think that it's going to add even more to that impact that it had, not only in the black community, but even the Marvel Universe and just overall culture, because. When that movie came out, you know, there were a lot of people in the industry that were always like, oh, a full black cast, you know, it's not going to be as successful and all this stuff. And it literally showed that it can. And it really pushed the standards. And it was amazing. Everyone was like all the actors involved, the actresses involved, the storyline, the movie. I think that it is one of those movies that's going to go down in history and even be a part of, of, of just Chadwick's legacy and just what he brought to the table. And Honestly, like, even now, you, you know how, like, when people, when certain people pass and you watch their movies or you listen, like, it's hard to watch movies now. It's hard mm-hmm. to listen to their music and stuff like that. I think with Chadwick, it's going to be hard to watch Black Panther, but I think that it's going to hold an even greater sentiment in our hearts, knowing that, like, even during that recording, he was going through all this and wanting to put the best that he could forward to make it the best film possible. And... It just adds a different layer to the movie, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I thought about something too. Is 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 Chad the first Avenger in real life to uh, die? Who was? Like, is Chad the first Avenger Marvel MCU character in real life to pass away? Like the actor, actress pass away. Oh who yeah, them. yeah. Like he's the first of this class of of superheroes that we lost. Like I thought about when Christopher Reeves, you know, had the, the the horse riding accident. Like it's one it's one of those. You know what I'm saying? Like Superman is is is, is a paraplegic. You know what I mean? Like it's it, for me, it's like damn, Chad is the first black superhero in quite some time to to break out, and he's gone. <laughs> like it just it just hits different for me. It's like every time there's always like that one person, like a Nipsey or a a Chad or Kobe, like it's always that one person that is is doing so much for the community and just for like the the universe at that point with with good energy and stuff like that to where it's just swept away. You know what I mean? So it's 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 just tough. It's tough. Do you feel like it also hits a little bit? Sorry, Chris. Do you feel like it also hits a little bit harder now because of 2020 and we all are pretty much still like we can't fully distract ourselves during this time. I mean, yeah, there's some sort of distracting with COVID, but I feel like the world is so so focused and paid a, and paying attention to a lot of things and it's just as like you can't really run from the 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 pain the sorrow and the wounds that come with just anyone passing during this time um yeah i mean for me it, it, that's that's prevalent um but go ahead no it's good i want to hear what you no, i was going to say i think what it is is because 20 and in, in my opinion 2020 has been on this down slope right 
So any, any sadness, any negativity is just compounding that already frustrating feeling of being locked in. Maybe, maybe this isn't the leader that we want and he's not giving mm-hmm. us that hope that we need. But when I think of, of Chad and I think of Colby and I think of Nipsey, right, I, I, my mind automatically goes back to the Welsh poet Dylan Thomas. And he said, do not, go, uh, do not go gentle into that good night. You know, rage, mm-hmm. rage against the dying mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. That's what he mm-hmm. did those, those last four years. Like you imagine just pumping out those movies because he had to have that conversation of, yo, we can stretch this out for 10 years with the world, proper medicine and proper diet and nutrition. We can, you know, I know you have stage three, but there have been people who have lived past that five year mark, but you have to kind of refrain from doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, uh, he didn't want to uh, conform and regulate his lifestyle. He said, you yeah, know, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to rage and I'm going to fight every last day like it's my last. And I'm going to pump out these dope ass movies and I'm going to add to my legacy. Mm-hmm. And I, and I think that's like uh, Wilson said, that's admirable. You know, that's something that you, you can aspire to be like, it's just like you rage, man. Black Panther for me is, is dope. I mean, I got tired mm-hmm. of looking up to all these other comic book heroes that weren't, that were, that didn't look like me that I couldn't really relate to besides mm-hmm. Batman and I'm broke. Batman didn't have superpowers, you know. Mm-hmm. And neither did, and either, and I wasn't as smart as Tony Stark. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Black Black Panther was just he was just dope, man. And I know, you know, it's too probably way too early, but uh, I think this is gonna be a perfect way for them to bring in the X Men because in the comic books, Storm was a Black Panther at one point too. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. between Storm and, and Shuri. So I think so, I Storm think it's will. Dope. Yeah, Storm will probably be uh, Sherry's uh, mentor. I'm sure that that's the way that they're going to spin it. It's, at least it, w- it would make uh, MCU comic book sense uh, mm-hmm. cinematically. So, yeah, I think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Chris, yeah. were you going to say something? Yeah, I just thought it was inspiring the last few years to how he spent it. was it just It was just crazy. Was, uh, I was looking around Twitter yesterday, and um one of the origins of the meme of like the the, the school kids dancing uh you know everyone the one that everyone has seen was was mm-hmm. because the, the, those kids were invited to the premiere of black panther so it's like it's yeah. crazy to see the impact of like how he was able to spend his last few years and not only that i think the success of black panther also kind of spurred the spinoff of uh shang chi which is also like the, the chinese superhero so there's no shang chi without black panther so it's yeah. it's, it's, it's inspiring yeah definitely definitely um, yeah, but let's 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 move on because I'm, I'm trying not to, to to have bad spirits about this. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's been a, a long weekend since this whole thing came out, um, and we still got more uh, depressing stuff to talk about now. Another, another shooting, uh, another another uh, you know life taken. Um, so let's let's go let's go into uh, into that. Who, who wants to let's 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 get into that? So somebody introduce it. I, well, 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 we're talking about the 17 year old who had went to the uh, protest with, a, mm-hmm. I, I believe, an AR 15, was it? Yeah. With, with an AR 15. Um, and he ended up shooting uh, three people, killing two, injuring one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? How you guys feel about it? Ooh, yeah. yeah, listen, man, that, little, that dude's going to get off. <laughs> I just wanted to let y'all know that he's going to plead out to a weapons charge. He's going to get off. Yeah, he's. From what I've seen, yeah. I'm sorry, Wilson. No, 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 I'm sorry. Go on. 
Enough. So from what I seen, the evidence that's presented in front of us, mm-hmm. that kid was out there to protect that gas station. That gas station. And he went, he's on video saying, listen, yeah, I have my AR-15, but I have my med kit too. I'm here to protect the protesters. If anybody needs any help, I'm going to help them. Yep. And then you get that guy, the, the Caucasian fellow with the bald head and beard, who kept on saying, Shoot me, shoot, shoot me, 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 N-word. And mm-hmm. for one, I was bemused. I was bewildered and confused by that white guy. Wait, I told him to wait, another white guy. He saying, said the N-word? <laughs> yeah. I was with the A or E-R? No, the A. a? With the A. Okay. With, with the A. By the but, way, still bewildered. Yeah. yeah either way, I was bemused. But <laughs> that, that kid, did from the videos I've seen, he didn't want any static. He was retreating. Mm-hmm. That dude chased him, tried to snatch it. He went for the barrel of his gun. Mm-hmm. The kid fell, you know, fell back, did a maneuver to get away from him, then let off because he was being attacked. So he was retreating. Mm-hmm. He was retreating. Then the kid stopped, called 911, said, yo, I think I just murdered somebody. I need help. Please send mm-hmm. help. Or I just shot somebody. I don't, I'm paraphrasing. I don't know his exact wording. Yeah. Uh, then somebody yells, Yo, that kid, that motherfucker shot somebody. Get mm-hmm. him. The second so dude he that, retreats. yeah. He retreats again. He runs again. Running. And he's out though, police. and he's and he's out. He's. I was about to say he's running towards the police, ladies and gentlemen. Running. Not run. Not running away. Not trying to evade. He's what? running towards the police with an AR-15 after shooting on. someone. <laughs> whoa, 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 Brandon. Whoa, the kid is retreating. He called not one. Most murderers don't stick around and go, hey, I killed someone. Come pick me up. He was retreating. Yeah. He was retreating. He's the, the, the old man is the aggressor. When is, that, when is he going to take responsibility? Then he mm-hmm. falls, tries to get up. Somebody hits him with a, tries to swing a skateboard at his head. Have you seen the movie, kids? Do you know what yeah. kind, of, kind of damage a skateboard can do? Wait, wait, wait. But hold on, but hold on, though. But if, I mean, do we know the full context of the person who swung the skateboard? Because for me, if someone would, if I just saw someone shoot someone, I would, you know. He hit him with the skateboard while he was on the ground. When exactly. he was on the ground where, yeah. but did that guy hear that conversation before? Did he hear what no, the dialogue was? No, all, no, all, all he no. heard was get that the, motherfucker. He yeah, 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 that, that's, that's, yeah, that's all he heard yeah. was get that motherfucker. He shot someone and that's when he tried to hit him with the skateboard. I mean, now, like, I, I mean, if there was someone with a, if there was someone with a gun and all, that's all I heard and they were shooting and I heard a shot, I would, I mean, I, I mean, so, <laughs> I, so, I would protect so, myself too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody just I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about the kid. I'm talking about the skateboard oh, person. I'm oh. saying like if if someone said get that guy and I saw someone shoot someone and they are getting up, yes, I would protect myself too. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Then so, another dude ran up on the kid with the burner. With the burner, yeah, 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 yeah. And I got. I have no way to run. The kid. I'm trying to run away. I'm trying to run away. I didn't want to shoot the first guy. I was running away from him. I had a AR-15. I was running away from him. I was retreating. Why is this grown man trying to fight me? See, what, that's, at what that's... point? Hold on, hold on, Brandon. At what point right. are we as a society going to start using logic and rationale and stop going off of emotion? The kid is running away. He's running. I, I don't agree with. I don't think anybody should have been there. It was a curfew for everybody. 
Yeah. And he was talking yeah. about distance. The kid was in, he's from Illinois. Okay, he's 30 minutes away. The first victim is 30 minutes away, lived 30 minutes away. The other guy lived 45 minutes or 49 minutes away. Nobody should have been there. So so what, so what are we talking about well, here? When we, when we, go ahead. Well, I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if we, if we start from the beginning, first off, his mother needs to go to jail. She drove him 20 miles with an AR-15. I thought that was nuts, by the way. Thought that was nuts, by the way. You drove your kid off, 17-year-old kid with an AR-15, to go protect, uh, air quotes, protect uh, uh, protesters. That is nuts to me. But continue. He, he used to be a, uh, a police cadet, right. um, which is scary in itself. You know what I'm saying? Why? why? You, you know what kills me about these people? That, that claim they're protecting things and they're doing all this, that, and the other. They, they, these people never show up when the KKK is marching. Mm-hmm. They, they never show up when the KKK is marching. Okay, but, being, but, yeah, but, Black, Lives but, Matter, Black Lives Matter never show up when a one-year-old shot in a, in a stroller. So what that's you saying? That, unless the one-year-old is Black. Yeah, the Black, what about the kid in Brooklyn? But, but Black Lives Matter... What about the kid in Brooklyn, it, Wilson? The, the, yeah, but yeah, but it's in the it's in the title. They're they're marching for black people. These people that are showing up with AR-15s and guns and all that, saying that they're protecting people in the set, they don't never protect black people. Facts. They never do. And if that kid, if that kid really wanted to keep the peace and this, that, and the other, why didn't he come there and stand with the protesters and say, Hey, I'm here with the AR-15, so think I'm here to protect you guys so that you know. There's no reason to break anything or this, that, and the other. I'm here with you. Instead, he's standing in opposition. Mm-hmm. Opposition to protecting somebody's business? He has no business being there. Yeah, they have no, no business, business being there. They have no business don't, don't that, breaking windows. But, but, but that's what the police that's are for. That's, yeah. He, that's he, what the he's police are for. Oh, oh, you mean the, he's same a vigilante. the same police that were kicked out of Seattle? Hold on, hold on, we're not going to go there because then we got to talk about how there are protesters who are peacefully protesting that are getting snatched up into vans and stuff like that. If you want to get all deep yeah. into that, and, and, well, let's stay on saying. track. That's a slippery slope. And and Wilson, say what you just said. It's not a slippery slope. No, no, I'm talking I'm talking about the what he was saying. But back but back to you, Wilson. Say what you just said in terms of uh, how you view this kid? What did you call him? He's a vigilante at that point. Ex- exactly. See, see, see how, but, exactly. But, but for me, as far as like people that say defund the police and all that, that's foolish. We need police. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what police are for, so that there aren't vigilantes or people out in the streets with their guns claiming that they're protecting things. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, I think that especially when it comes to defunding, one, people have to understand what defunding is. And then two, it's just we have to reallocate resources to things like training, like police officers need to be better trained. There needs to be mental right. evaluations. There's so many different right. things. So they need to allocate some of the money over there. This is how I feel. I don't think anyone that kid police. I don't think anyone needs an AR. We do not need an AR. And you, Nas, you can look at me all you want, but I don't think that we need an AR because that's militarizing, right? What, what, if you want to protect someone, it's not like a rhinoceros is coming at you. Like, (laughs) you shoot someone, more than likely they're going to go down. So I just think that there's certain things that overall we can learn from everything that's happening in 2020. And also, can I just say that... (sighs) 
2020 as a whole, I think, has been eye-opening in terms of how we are, how we respond. It's been eye-opening in terms of how we engage with politics and what we need to do better. It's eye-opening in terms of, for certain people, the systemic racism and the structures that are being placed. And then also, we're seeing how social media feeds into some of these things, and especially, you know, with the uh, with the antitrust uh, hearing that we had and everything. And I think that, like, when is it going to get to the point where we actually do something like we actually change stuff and and not to say that things can change like everything can change overnight that's not going to happen but also it's like enough is enough for a lot of the things that are happening and going on um and i and like i feel like it's been eye-opening to various people but i also feel like in some contexts it's not like things aren't changing things are but they aren't changing does that make sense a little bit it does i i I get what you're saying i get what you're saying i i agree i agree to a certain point but I do believe that things are changing. And the only way how things can change is with violence. Only way. I don't believe things have ever changed in history without there being violence. Even America becoming independent. Violence. Civil, a civil war. Violence. It's yeah. a good point. <laughs> in order for things to change, things have to get violent. That's not... What about well, wait, do you, hold on. I was about to say, dude, I don't think that they have to get violent. I think that historically it's been violent. I don't know no. that it has to be violent, but I we've just never, think we've that, never seen change any other way. What are you talking well, about? Well, well, that, Martin Luther no, no, King yeah. had a peaceful protest. Yeah, that's they, what I'm saying. They, Martin Luther What are you talking about? They, they, they were getting beat down and turned the other cheek. There was plenty of violence. Yeah, but not the difference. Their, not on their part. There was plenty of it. Not on Martin Luther King's part. No. There was not. He preached nonviolence. Even, 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 okay. So my mother tells me the story about when uh, her little sister had to get integrated into uh, same elementary school I ended up going to, actually. Uh, there was still segregation. They had to go down there with bats and chains. They was trying to stop black kids from coming in. There was right. always violence. It's violence. It has, it, there has to be violence. But that, that's, the opposition trying and that's, to uh, and, and that's even after the change that you're referring to after the integration after segregation people still had to get violent mm-hmm. who had to get I, violent I mean, you're just saying violence yeah you're yeah i think i think yeah violence. yeah i think i think you're arbitrarily saying that i think like i'm saying historically um violence has been prevalent and i think that that's why we're, we're conditioned to think that oh my god something's wrong let me flip out and break something um, I don't know that we've ever actually given an honest attempt at the polar opposite of that behavior. I also think that that's the reason why we're stuck in the cycles that we're stuck in is because it's toxic. It's when you keep doing things that you know the outcome, it's probably going to be the same, but yet you keep doing it. Same, same thing. Yeah, well, well, same, well, well, same. Think, well, well, think about all the other black people that got killed, right? Let's think about like Eric Garner, uh, who's a couple more. Um, well, you can name anyone. What, what, what about what about the the gentleman? What was the, the guy that just got uh, murdered? He was breaking up the fight um, at, at the barbecue. Well, well he wasn't necessarily. Uh, well, he wasn't necessarily breaking up a fight. He he, I, th- I believe the police were called on him. He was like the police were called on him, but then they yeah, but then they said that's what I'm saying. That's and that's what's weird about media too, because people will put out stories and stuff like that and be like, oh, he was breaking up a fight to try to frame it like this is another one of those. Um, uh, murders that happens, but then you, you hear a report that no, he wasn't supposed to be there, and um, the police actually came there for for him. Um, even with all of that, uh, it, I don't, I don't, 
see, it's it's hard it's hard to 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 judge this one just because of the context, right? Like, well, from I, I know cops, right, and I know cops that if they see someone uh, going into a car and they're telling him to stop. Uh, at that point, an officer's gut instinct, knee-jerk gut instinct, is to reach for their weapon because at that point, their lives are in danger. You have a gentleman going into a car. He's reaching over. You have no idea what's happening. Um, but then, for me, it's when it, it gets a little insane when, you know, you shoot the man in his back seven times. Now, now, obviously, shooting the man in the back seven times, 100% is OD. But before that, they did attempt to tase him. Now, to a certain degree, you know, something has to, we, we, we got to say to ourselves, if the police are attempting to tase you and also telling you to stop, at what point do you stop? So that's the thing too, man. It's like, like, it's, like you're still, it's, you're it's, still it, walking to your car and. No, but it's 50, 50 because at the end of the day, not even at the end of the day, think about the climate that we're in right now. Right. People are scared. Period. People are scared. When you get pulled over, I got pulled over the other day and I was nervous. <laughs> like I understand. It, it's it's a real thing to worry about. So naturally, if if you know you you're in a situation or, or you're at a barbecue, whatever the circumstances were, because we don't know what they were, right? We won't find out probably for quite some time. But whatever the circumstances were, the moment police come and you like, all right, given given the circumstances, this looks bad, like, and you're trying to walk away from the situation. Um at, at that point, again, it's it's one of those things where I'm sure he's probably leaving because he doesn't want to have an issue and does not want to have an, an altercation. But then again, it puts the police officers in a compromised situation because they're telling you uh, to stop and you're getting in a vehicle, which they have not searched. They don't know what's in it. Um, uh, reportedly, there was a kid in the back seat <laughs> when the shooting occurred while, while they, 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 they shot this man. So I, I, it's so confusing at this it's point not for confusing. me. It is though for me. For me, I'm only okay. talking about me. I, I understand, but when when cops are attempting to arrest you, it's over. It's over. You don't have the option to walk away. Agree. That's Agree. that's not an option. Now, mm -hmm. when you're resisting to the point that they attempt to tase you, something has to click in your head. These guys aren't playing. I have to stop. <laughs> but that's but it's, I'm see, under arrest. It's that's it, common it, sense, it, and that's not common. Common sense is not common for you, for me, anybody else on this platform. We would walk, and something like that happens, and we're like, "Nope, we chill," because we know the severity of those situations. We know that one wrong move, one wrong gesture, one wrong comment sends that from a, a traffic stop or a altercation or or a misdemeanor assault to something deadly. Also, there's a difference. Also, another thing, too, that kind of contributes to the fear and stuff is, like, we have to, in order to subside that, we have to fix the system. Like, there are really good cops. Let's make that a note. There are really good cops, but there's also cops who have planted drugs on, on individuals who didn't even have drugs to begin with. There are cops that arrest people for, for no reason or have... Uh, uh, been brutal on those individuals. I think that in order for, because people just say like, oh, well, why couldn't you follow, follow the rules and all that stuff? Yeah, people can try, but also goes back to the fact that like, not all cops handle situations well. Sometimes they're the ones that incite. And of course, like your initial reaction, if, if for anyone, your initial reaction, if something happens, you're going to defend yourself. So I think that there are situations, we have to take situations case by case and view it case by case because 
unfortunately, because there are people who abuse the system, it's not always like very clear. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think um, uh, th those police officers who do stuff like that need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Mm -hmm. that, and, that, and that's the reform that everybody wants. Mm -hmm. Police officers who police, uh, police officers who plant drugs, who are racist and 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 use that racism to the, to uh, impede somebody's life, need to be need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Mm -hmm. You know, and e, I can, I can't agree more with you that as far as training, education, police officers need to be better trained than than the current uh, status quo. You know, but everybody, you can't go around disrespecting uh, police officers just because, you know, you know, if you fight a police officer in the street, nine times out of 10, you're not going to win. You got a better chance of taking it to court. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Sue, 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 their name's a public record. They're, and now with certain laws, you can pull their personnel files. Mm -hmm. So... Sue. So it shouldn't have to come to that. And as African-Americans, we shouldn't have to feel that anxiety and that nervousness when getting pulled over and seeing, you know, blue and red lights. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't, shouldn't be like that. But we need to be better trained. But I, I'm, I, I honestly think that destroying property, it doesn't help the situation. Now, I understand the frustration, but it, it doesn't help. Well, it, it, it doesn't help. Well, I mean, it's easier for us to say just go and sue, right? Because we also have to remember that some people can't afford appropriate lawyers just because they are given a public defender because that's part of their like part of their rights doesn't mean that that public defender is good enough to win certain cases. And we've mm -hmm. also seen situations where they did sue and the police per and the policeman got off, right? A civil lawsuit mm -hmm. and they got off. So it is way more complex than that. Like in order for us to really fix it, we have to fix multiple areas within the justice system because it's mm -hmm. really messed up how this whole system is where we're told to follow the rules we're told to follow the laws we're told to do this but then it also it gets people upset and and people react to certain ways when those who are supposed to enforce the law and also to uh protect civilians are the ones that are breaking the laws so it's like mm -hmm. they're there and not all of them but there are some who are and the only way that we can really fix this is that we have to really go in and really fix the entire system because our justice system is pretty messed up mm -hmm. yeah I, it starts internally um mind you again things happen right circumstances happen things things can spiral out of control very quickly especially in those types of situations but the training the training has to kick in and and again that training that kicks in is detrimental to how that altercation ends at the end of the day and i think that that is something that really really needs to have some sort of focus at this point given just where we are it's just it's just well, time it, it, it's just too many things that that happen there's too many things that happen to to to, to turn a blind eye at this point on on, on these people that are being slain well it's gonna, it's gonna be hard I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you because from what i see nobody wants to be a cop right now if when you get no, no nobody wants to be a cop unfortunately you get the, bo the bottom of the barrel and then all and if all the vets start retiring and putting in their mm -hmm. papers because they're new laws you're going to have a whole new set of issues because there's going to be a whole crop of people who shouldn't be cops, but because mm -hmm. law enforcement need bodies, mm -hmm. you, you can, 
you're not getting the the, bet, the cream of the crop, as they said. Yeah, you know. So, you so know we're going to run we're going to run into another issue in a few years. I mean, obviously, this is not going to be a solution that they could do or do right away. But you know what? Also, I feel like. Um, I mean, obviously, giving more financial support to like investing more finances into the police department in the sense of, like you said, training, right? Start with training now. Uh, Start with that education. But also, uh, I think that like investing money in terms of retirement plans and things like that, I think. I don't know. I think providing more value in terms of the system, but also like we need to invest into in terms of social work, too. I mean, there's so many areas Mm-hmm. that we need to spend more money in like we have so many kids that are put into foster homes that shouldn't be in certain foster homes. like it's just mm-hmm. there's it's <laughs> honestly like just it just makes me kind of upset just how just mess up so many structures and systems in the u.s are and not i mean not just in the u.s it's everywhere but i think that like you said it goes back to education and allocating the money into the right spaces um mm-hmm. And also, they need to they need to test people on mental. They need to test people on uh, do social media searches. Like they got to do all that before they even hire police. Because some of these policemen are like putting racist stuff on social media, and it's there. You need to just mm-hmm. go look and see. So I think that they just have to really do deep dives into everyone who applies for the police academy to see like right away are are they going to be objective or not? And if they're not, and they have these racist tendencies, then they shouldn't even be allowed to continue on. But that's the thing. How do you spot it? The racist tendencies. People are chameleons, right? People, people uh, like that learn how to blend in. They learn how to how to how to be fake and, and and put up the masks, right? Representatives. How do you ward that off? Or how do you even prepare for something like that when there's a class of maybe what fifty people in the police academy or whatever it is that are going through? How do you scan? that type of persona (laughs) because most racists do not know how to not be racist and most racists will say something at some point that's a that's a crazy thing racists don't shut up they really Mm -hmm. don't if they see something especially because people are so triggered and are the behavioral uh just mechanics of people like they feel the need to always say their opinions on social media i don't know if you guys realize but there have been times where people got spotted out by being racist because they posted on and a lot of times it's on facebook too have you noticed that facebook and twitter um but yeah they're going to be some people that slip within the cracks right there's gonna be people who have prejudice tendencies right everyone i think prejudges everyone that's just how it is but the one thing I've learned is that, especially maybe not as much up in the Northeast because people are very subliminal with their racism up here in some capacity. But I, what I would say is down South and in certain places, they don't, it's not like they keep their, their mouth shut when it comes to these things. They eventually, yeah. it, it eventually comes out, you know? But that's why if you, I think like the educational and the training, if you make that longer, it's a lot easier to dive and to assess people on, I guess a, a longer term than just like a couple months and then they come in and you're just like, dang, we just brought someone who's racist or brought someone who has uh, some some mental problems and things like that. There's just certain evaluations that can be done to determine, but yeah, there are going to be some people, but as long as you minimize the risk, I think minimizing risk is like the key thing to say. Minimizing risk, putting things in place where you minimize it, it, it should help. Well, let's look at that. If you, if you make 
the the training longer, right? Let's say the academy goes mm-hmm. from six to eight months to 12 to 14 months, right? Then you have recurrent annual training within, within your career. And then you have, uh, you can't do this, you can't do that. You have certain evaluations. How much are you going to pay these people? Because if you say, well, what you're doing, now I'm not saying you specifically, I'm not saying you in general, you, you say, well, that's only worth sixty to $70,000 a year. So, well, if you give that person a gun and a bulletproof vest, you get police officers, law enforcement, you interrupt people's life. You change, you, you're impeding, you're like you're, you're injecting yourself into, into a situation. So certain domestic violence things, that, that, that can turn crazy real fast. Mm-hmm. All right? Take was, I was just thinking about that. I was in South Carolina, and, and my, my in-laws are driving through my mother's backyard, but the neighbor next door doesn't know that that pickup truck is my cousin's. They come and take out a gun. Down south, my mother has weapons. I grab one of her weapons, and I, and I head outside because I heard a shot. Now, that gentleman's standing with a gun. I'm standing with a gun. The, the pickup truck is facing me. I don't even know it's my in-laws because they didn't call and say that they were, they were here. All I see is bright lights. Had someone call the police, think of how quick that situation could have went because my in-laws have guns in their car because they're from the South. So if that dude would have let off one more shot, they would have fired back. Me not knowing that they're there, I probably would have fired on my own family. <laughs> so now you say, well, if the person across the street sees all of that and they call the police, the police come, guns up, yo, shots fired, mm-hmm. and now it's three they guns. In wound, play. They're wound up. They're wound up already. There are three guns in play, and nobody knows. It's just mass confusion. I say all that to say, what are you going to pay somebody to do that if you say, well, I don't really value, your job really isn't that important. Yeah, re- reallocate funds to social to social work. You damn right. That that shit is a hit. That shit needs help. Social yeah. social workers need help. Like two days ago, help. <laughs> Not today. Mm-hmm. Two days ago. Yeah. So you got it, it's a lot. E, and I think people have to take time, especially our generation. We can do it if we just sit down and start having some sort of dialogue. But we mm-hmm. can't do it if people are in politics for forty and fifty years and are reluctant to give up their seats and not let a youth movement, somebody that's 35, 36, 40, get in there. You can't be 70 and go, yeah, I can relate to to the 35-year-old or the 25-year-old. I'm 35. I could barely relate to my little cousins that are 20 and 21. So I know well, you're. Uh, I'm sorry, go just ahead. to be... No, 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 go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Never mind. No, 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 I'll, I'll, be, I'll wait till you finish. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so I... I know where you're going. And screw, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> At the 70-year-old, Nancy Pelosi, Joe, Joe Biden, Trump, you, they can't relate. And it, I can't even really say Trump because Trump's only been in politics for four years. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has been in there over scores. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem we had, too, with our politics is allowing corporate funding that also yeah. messes up a lot of stuff in politics as well. When you have corporations that are funding the politicians, which means that they're driving what they do, driving what they say, and are more so focused on what they need versus what the people need. 
So mm-hmm. listen, there's a lot of stuff. And, and even with politics, right? Like, that's why I'm saying, like, we really need to spend the time help having the youth understand politics, understand policies, understand what's going on, because we need to have more of them come up and eventually get into those seats. We need to have more people understand the power of voting and understand that legislations and voting starts with local government and what happens there and it builds on from there. So, it, I mean, it's, it's very complex, but that's why, like, Guys, I have to say, I'm very proud of us for having these conversations. I think that it's so important that like more people like us within culture, within hip hop, within gaming, within everywhere, start talking about these things because it may seem boring to people, but people don't understand that this stuff can impact us day in and day out. Just even one, one vote, one vote in terms of legislation passing or not is could be a big, big problem or big deal. I mean, we're seeing the problems now from voting, so... So going off of that, would you say the NBA as a corporation is affecting politics right now uh, due to boycotts across the multiple sports leagues? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You think Abso- that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait, not say, one, say one more. Say more. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they're, not about, they're, Absolutely. Not about that, they're not about that life. I hear you. I hear you. That's, that's big business. That's Fortune 500 business. They're, they're not. You know why they're not about that life? Because the owners told them, go ahead and boycott. We'll cancel the season, sure. Because now you just made our contract, the CBA, null and void. So when we come back to the table, if you think that we're going to give you more money when you can just walk out at any time, you must be stupid. <laughs> So, yes, I'm sure, uh, but the league relies on people. The league relies on people like LeBron. Like you, I don't think people under- he brought his black ass back to the court. <laughs> well, no, but they also the NBA owners, based off of what Shams and them were saying, was that they came to the table and said, "Yes, we'll have a conversation." So you, we don't know the full conversation. We don't know if they agreed what the plan that they agreed upon. Because if they if they came to it just, just uh. A middle ground, then it makes sense for them to come back and play because that's the point of what they're trying to do. They're trying to get a plan. They're trying to get the NBA owners on board, and they're trying to actually do some sort of change. Uh, it may not always be in the way that we want, but we don't know because they had it was a closed door meeting. We don't know exactly what happened or what they said. Money got discussed, and they did. yeah, that's, that's that's what I that's what I think. That's, <laughs> you took money got discussed for me. That's that's honestly, and that's why I said once Chris posed that question, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That door closed and they said, hey, listen, let's let's talk. Right. This this is going to hurt everyone. How much is it going to cost? What, what do we got to do? <laughs> How do we make this right? How do we still get what we want while the damn world is on fire? That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened. So, yeah, Chris, it, you, you it, 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 absolutely. Let's go back what to that word. Absolutely. Money talks. Absolutely. So, so basically, I believe they did agree to um, have more initiatives towards uh, black people and equality and everything else. I, I, I believe they probably made that agreement. It'll make sense. Smart man. Be beneficial. Listen, that's how you get people's attention. You hit them in their pockets. You hit people in their pockets. That is the best way to get certain things done that you need. Yeah, man. I got yeah, excited man. about the boycott, though, or or at least I'm sitting out. I, I got excited about it. I did too. I was it, like, it, oh, it, shit. it was nice to see. I was like, oh, what? Now this is great. This I would I, I would have liked to see the NFL players do the same. You know, 
that would have been this nice. Is, this, but, you know. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that'll ever happen, even though they were, like, the first organization next to the NBA to kind of take a stance on all of this and try to rebrand and, and do all these things. Wait, I kind of really hold feel... Hold on. Mention the WNBA, because they were there. They were the before the NFL. Well, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying one of the forefront companies. I don't want to go over all the companies that, that were there. I, I can name a, a bunch. I'm just saying them being in the forefront more so than anything, just because of all of the backlash just started with the NFL. You know what I mean? So I thought that it, it, I thought that this again would have been the perfect opportunity to say, Hey, this is another chance as an organization, uh, be it the NFL to say to us as consumers, this does not fly. We're going to take a stance as well. And they haven't done that yet. And I'm, I'm, I don't understand why that's not the case. Like, you know, you, you guys start to, to, to go down the rabbit hole, the good rabbit hole of, hey, let's let's fix things, right? Let's let's start to change the way we play, uh, how, how we uh, uh, treat players. Let's let's start to change the way we uh, really take into consideration a lot of these players' concerns and or the, 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 the national pandemic, not be it uh, COVID, but the pandemic of, uh, you know, uh, minorities being killed, right? And so I'm just surprised that they have not done anything yet of this magnitude where at least the NBA attempted and said, well, no, we're not doing anything. Like, I, I, it's, it's just uh, confusing a little bit for me. Doesn't that make it hypocritical of the NFL? Because they just recently, um, the commissioner put out a statement not too long ago in reference to, like, the league needs to do better. Uh, obviously, he didn't want to exp- uh, explicitly uh, apologize to Colin Kaepernick, but uh, they did put out a, a statement. So is it hypocritical of them? Do you feel like now it, it, that that statement felt more like a PR thing, even more than something that's sincere? Like, what are your thoughts? Apologize to Colin for what? For, for, what? The, for, for, the, for the mistreatment, for him saying, hey, this is an The, the mistreatment, is an you, he, you had listen, a job opportunity in Baltimore. It, but it wasn't your about girl, job. No, girl, no, 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 you're missing it. Your girlfriend put up a picture of Ray Lewis as he was Steven from Django. You had an opportunity. Ray Lewis called him and they said, yeah, we're going to bring you in. Right after nobody was messing with you, Baltimore is going to bring you in. Then you screw that up, right? Your girlfriend, Nessa, screwed that up. Then Seattle called you and said, yeah, listen, we want to give you an opportunity, but we're not going to start you. Hold we're on. Let me stop you real quick. Let me stop you real quick because you, you, you're going ahead of the timeline. What I'm saying is it started with, with, with Colin bringing awareness, right? Right. That's, that's right. what I'm saying. It started with him. What you're talking about, you're right about all this, the, the timeline, right? I get what you're saying. I'm saying Colin brought the awareness. He said to the league, hey, I am taking a stand. Three gentlemen kneeled on that field and took a stance. He then went on to um, go on a media run of sorts to let people know this was his stance. There is a real problem in the world when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, police brutality and or uh, innocent lives being, being taken by officers. So that's what I'm saying. That's why the NFL should have given him a, 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 an apology just simply off of the fact that, hey, this guy has been trying to tell you guys that this is happening and we need to do something as an organization. We need to do something as, as a community. That's on what that he's saying. Can, so, on, on, on that, I can agree. I, I know you can. I know, hold I on, I know you can. I know you can. I know you can. I know. You, you got no choice but to agree because that's that's what it is. That's that's facts. Yeah, on that, on that, I can agree. And that's the great thing about, about uh, a timeline. 
You can always go back to it. Always go back to it. Colin, in the beginning of all of this said, hey, y'all going to judge me? <laughs> y'all going to feel the way? Y'all may not even understand, but I'm kneeling. And I'm not kneeling for the reasons that you think. I'm kneeling because this is a world pandemic. White, Black, Asian, gay, LGBTQ, uh, uh, Latino, whatever, creed, whatever you want to add into this mix, we're all being killed. <laughs> all of us. All being assaulted. So for me, yeah, they do owe him an apology. They do. They do owe him an apology because he tried to bring awareness. It wasn't taken seriously. Well, that I can agree. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Well, so all you I'm look saying. like you're you're looking into the stars and pondering something. What what is your own, what's on your mind? Oh no no no! I was just I, I agree. They they owe me an apology. And if I you know if 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 a little bit of action would have even been taken when he was trying to bring awareness to things that are happening between the police and black people, maybe we wouldn't have some of this going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I don't know. If I'm the NFL, uh, this is a great opportunity to go partner with some police officers, go partner with some people in the community, go partner with some some um, some players, or, or 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 maybe even activists. And that could and that could be on e- on either oppositions, right? It doesn't matter. It's about making change. It's about changing the bad behaviors. It's about trying to break these bad cycles that we keep doing from a company perspective, from a business perspective, and 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 from a country perspective. At what point do we start to say, hey? How is any of this benefiting us? Because I could bet you for damn sure this ain't the point of life. <laughs> this ain't why our existence is, it was, was created. This is not the reason that we were supposed to walk this earth. At least that's not what I believe. Yeah. Too much anger, too much, too much pride, too much, too, much, too much of all of that to where it gets to the point where you have people just doing some, some terrible things. And at the end of the day, you, you got to start to think to yourself, what did that do? Did that but really you know help? The, the NBA, NFL, all major league sports, I'll say this lastly, should invest in mental health for elementary school kids, high school Agreed. kids. And let's Agreed. start at the root. Instead of trying to trim the branches because the trees are start start at the root. And mm-hmm. let's see why some of these kids are so angry. Why some some of these kids have these uh, bigoted views, Let, mm-hmm. and let's get let's get mental awareness to the forefront at an early age, yeah. and say like, hey, it's okay that we know how to deal with it. We can treat it mm-hmm. instead of saying, well, this guy's an emotionally disturbed person. We'll lock him up for five years mm-hmm. and throw away the key, and forget, and, and for society will forget about him. I would love to see that. Take all that revenue that you guys are making, and throw it back. Let's, throw it back into mental health, starting from the root. Yo, as beautiful as that would be to see, man, again, just, just when things like this happen over the weekend with, the, with, the, with these murders and these, and these crazy police altercations, it really, really is discouraging. It makes me think, every time I feel like we're, we're going forward and something positive happens, we go right back to the bullshit. Like, we never get a break. Really think about it. Every week we've come on this program or every other week we've come on this program and had to have these tough conversations. We can't even talk about fun shit no more. We can't even laugh. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's sick out here. It's just nuts, man. And and it's depressing. (laughs) It's hard. It's hard to watch the news, but you got to watch the news to stay somewhat informed. It's a lot going on. What do you do? 
What do you do in Thorne. this point? I'm blaming huh? Bella Thorne. I'm going to blame Bella Thorne. Oh, yeah? You, you, you trying to get OnlyFans? Damn. Nope. No, Nas she got... Nas, Nas OnlyFans ain't popping. That's why. No. Nah, wow. She ruined it. She ruined it for everybody. And this, I was trying to bring awareness to sex workers. <laughs> no, you were not. No, you were not. Oh man! Oh shit! Uh, yo, I meant to say, did, did y'all see where? Um, which is it's it's it, that's, that's why I says nasty out here, man. Now this is allegedly people. Let me let me not because I don't want I don't want to get us in trouble. But allegedly, you guys know who Sean King is? Sean King, Sean King, anybody? Yep. Sean. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fraud king. Did y'all did y'all see that rumor swirling around when he was what trying was to promote his book? Um, Sean King is uh, activist online. Uh, I'll say I don't know all of his background, but he's a, a very very big in, in 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 this space of BLM and, and police brutality. Um, and in in he he fights for injustice. Chris is shaking his head. Um, but uh, what happened? Yeah. What, what, what did he do? So, uh, uh, they allegedly, long story short, the people had issues with him because he al- allegedly stole money. Um, and also people are, uh, what's, yo. <laughs> he was using, he was using so, this incident as a marketing ploy to sell his book. When this gentleman got killed, he then apparently uh, put up a book of some sort to promote it in correlation. That mm. is nasty. Let me be clear. That's nasty. Yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what someone said? Someone, someone said he is the Rachel Dolezal of he activism. For for a minute, I used to think he was black until his police report came out. Yo, said, yeah, 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 what? yeah, yeah. Now hold on. Now, now here's my thing. Let me and now humor me. And I'm not caping for 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 Sean King, right? I follow Sean King. Um, I, I I do like his platform. I think. Listen, just hear me out. I, I like his platform, right? Um, let's say. He waited maybe a week, a week, because timing is everything. Let's say he waited a week to promote this book. Now, let's say this book, whatever the book is, because I don't have all the details on the book and all, and all this other stuff, but let's say this book is catered towards the same fight that we still are fighting for right this second on this show. Do we still have a problem with Sean King? Do we still have an issue with him? Was it a timing thing or was it a, a matter of, no, it, it's, it's nasty? Because context I- is important. I just, I just think there are, there were various moments that allow for us to be skeptic when it comes to him, no matter what, because like, even with that incident where that young lady, the college student uh, wrote something about him. Now, mind you, she didn't even tag him, which means he looks, he searches his name. And, oh, yeah, right. and then, and then, and, right, then it, right. and then it brought, and then it was a lot going towards him. And, and, and that was a mm-hmm. big, big incident in mm-hmm, itself. Mm-hmm, and so, mm-hmm. and there's just been, too, there's been too many instances where, it, you know, we can be skeptic when it comes to him moving forward, period. Yeah, now I'm a yeah, firm believer yeah. that people can change people can get better. I'm a firm believer Ooh. in that. But nah, I mean, any, anytime he does anything, everyone's going to be skeptic and they have every right to be skeptic. Listen, zebras and stripes. I've been preaching that for a while. Zebras and stripes, people. Watch Very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zebras and stripes, man. Like that type of shit. Like, not, not, not for nothing. Um, just and I know we segue, and I know you know you guys. We never talk about Joe in this program just because of the relationship and all those things. But I thought, listen to the podcast that he had where he talked about uh, the Bill Simmons thing and and how um, you know. Um, damn, his father, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, because even I think about it, it bothers me, right? Like, his father is is dying, is sick. And the call that you get is to talk about business. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's it just... It's did, did they know that? Did, did they know that his father was sick? Yes, they did. Wow. Um, and, but that's the thing. It, I, I, it's those moments where people take those moments to, to, to just be insensitive. It, we, don't, we, yeah. don't, we don't have these human moments with people. All we do is, is rush to judgment. We rush to assume. We rush to, 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 to be calculated, to be strategic, rather than align, rather than understand yeah. that, hey, this guy needs a break. Hey, this guy is actually going through something and is communicating that, and it's thrown to the wayside. I yeah. feel like the same thing could be said about Sean King in this instance, because for me, like I said in the beginning of this, of this portion, it, I'm not caping for him. That shit is wrong. Like, it's wrong. We, we, we dead smack in this man losing his life, and we wrong, and we wrong. So, yo, yo, my fault, because I know how we'll wrap it up. I just want to get this in. Speaking of yeah. King, did you guys see uh, D-Way's new tattoo? No. Yo, when you get a chance... Go check out D-Way's new tattoo. New tattoo. Is it Gabrielle Union? Yeah, yeah. The internet was going off. <laughs> I want to see the, it the internet was going off. Oh, let me see if I can send it to y'all real quick before we wrap. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. I want to see. I want to see. But while you're doing that, I mean, before we wrap, um, I'm glad we had this discussion. Honestly, um, I think these 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 conversations are healthy. I think they need to be had as uncomfortable as they are, um, and I also think that. Uh, <clears throat> This platform, like like many other platforms, uh, we have to do our due diligence to at least bring some sort of awareness around these things. We have to do a better job of some of the things we say and do, and, and how we interact with people. Um, and that's 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 kind of all I got there. Um, you know, anybody anybody else got any, any any anything before before we get out of here? I just sent it to the group chat. <laughs> Yo, I'm looking at it now. I'm like. That's not the one Tattoo Baby did, is it? Let me see. Wow. But to end it off, be kind. Take the time Rewind. to learn. <laughs> Do what you can. And change can happen in small steps. Or you said it, E. Yeah. All right. Damn. On that Ray. note. Oh, on man. that note. Aaron got to go. Yes. Yeah. Yo, we out. Let's get out of here real quick. Uh, Grassroots Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Hit the notification button. Be notified for our latest and greatest episodes. Want to thank Chris for always coming on. E, Nas, Wayne. Um, let's all be healthy, be happy, be whole. Uh, lastly, make sure as always, uh, go, in, go into this Discord, people. There's a lot of cool conversations that are happening. There's always things like this that happen in, in, in the world. We, we, we put them in the Discord. It's not just about music. It's not just about gaming. It's not just about any of these other things. There's food in there. There, there's art in there. There's a bunch of stuff in, 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 in our Discord. So please um, come check it out. As I said, I'm Brandon Killer BH Hall. I'm Aaron Ashley Simon. I'm the regular Nas. I am Wilson. Chris, peace. <laughs> Chris, peace, peace. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to from now on. Uh, no, <laughs> Chris, on. I love you. Don't, 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 don't. Yeah, man. I mean, we got we to gotta pay our respects to Chadwick. Bozeman, it just, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Grass, 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 grass.